Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park It is March 9th, 2020, Wrestling Inc., Monday Night Raw. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Giri. And breaking news, Matt, you just dropped a bomb right before we went live here. What's, Wait, what's we're, up? we're calling this breaking news. Um, this is breaking news. Our fans, this oh, this is the top story they care about. <laughs> I will be going on Ryback's podcast uh, this week. Keep tuning in between his Twitter and my Twitter to let you guys know the exact date and time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you heard us talking about it on, on the last podcast, but we were, uh, we were saying, we were because we were talking about the uh, the drug testing stuff. And oh, about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I was like, you got to have Matt on. And he's like, he's been work, trying to get you on for a while. So, yeah, well, Between awesome. that, Law of Attraction, um, a bazillion other subjects me and him have in common. But the main one is definitely, I'm joking, Raj back. <laughs> Raj, I have never heard you sound so embarrassed as when Ryback said, Oh my said, God, you were annoyed. Admit it, Raj. This is Raj back shit I keep hearing about. Dude, fuck, he found out about it. This is annoying. God damn, Glenn and Matt. Fucking shut up. Some of these, uh, some of these gifts that are being sent out now. Like, oh my God. <laughs> My wife walked over while I was on my phone. With She's like, what the fuck is that? Our fans are the best. Absolutely. Are. Down. I'm way too easily entertained. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so Monday Night Raw tonight. Oh, here we go. Zachary Showalter with the Super Chat saying, uh, Rye print better than Rajback. Oh, God. <laughs> Rowing down the gauntlet. Um, yeah, so we saw Edge come back to Raw tonight. Uh, we saw the fallout from Elimination Chamber. Weirdly paced show um, overall. Matt, what did you think overall of tonight's? Uh, I thought this was a very – I thought they sold tickets, to be, if I'm being honest. Uh, the, the the thesis of tonight's show was definitely we need to sell – each match needs to get out there go sing for your soup sell tickets is mm. what it felt like to me and i felt a lot of them delivered yeah yeah i thought this show was really good until the last 40 minutes and then it was just that that long ass match that we're just seeing every week you know the viking raiders and team <sighs> basically team rollins versus team owens again and that just ate i, I agree yeah, I agree. With that. I, I thought it was really good i thought aj styles delivered one of his best promos right uh, to dude date. i what was that that was fen- phenomenal it really was <laughs> Right, yeah, and then Orton Edge stuff is always is always fantastic. MVP out there, he was really good. He was so, yeah. I was really, really, really impressed by everybody. It, um, Becky Lynch, we wanted to see a more serious Becky Lynch. Glenn, remember you said, yeah, I don't want to see her joking around anymore and acting too cool for school and borderline heelish. She went out there and delivered a really, in my opinion, uh, money promo. She sold tickets to that match. Yeah, the only one. 
I thought Charlotte did really good too. Rhea Ripley. Mm. I didn't like that punch. Neither girl would be smiling after being punched in the face unless I missed it and it was a smack. I can. I thought it was a punch. Yeah, I don't know her. Her being there with that. Oh, I'm happy to be here. You know that that persona. It mm-hmm. just doesn't. Uh, that's not resonating. So when you get an opportunity to 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 get in and dig into somebody that has a little bit of a little bit of a real the realness to them, mm-hmm. you, you try to open that up and hope that the character the the talent hits a home run with it because it's something personal. So they're giving it to her on a silver platter by saying, "Hey, look, everyone was calling you, you know, hey Charlotte Light or whatever when you first got to NXT." Mm-hmm. You know, what do you got to say about that? Your look is different. You're not the champion. What do you like? Mm-hmm. She should be cutting world beater promos on this subject if she has it in her. So if she doesn't have it in her yet, then don't let her talk as much because we don't want. When I thought of Rhea Ripley in the past, I did not think she was this gosh golly OG, super happy to be her baby face. I thought she was like the Terminator. Right. Yeah. That's how they, that's how they had been pushing her in NXT. And uh, yeah. I don't want to see her like lounging around in the middle of a soccer field or whatever stadium that was with just happy to be there. I want to see I'm coming for you. I'm going to eat your lunch. Yeah, it is interesting. They're making her the underdog baby face in this compared to how they're doing Shayna versus Becky. I mean, I guess they can't take the same angle, but even tonight, uh, we'll talk about that promo. But uh, Rhea saying, oh, you know, Charlotte's father said to. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. It's like, yeah, we just went through this with Becky last year and the whole man persona. Why are you going back to this well? Mm-hmm. Is this the only way you know how to build a feud with Charlotte at this point? To be the best, I've got to go beat the yeah. best. Which saying, F that. You're already the best. That's yeah. what you need to be talking like. You know what they should be looking at is that Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania build. Remember where Shawn mm-hmm. Ma- yeah, Chris Jericho was the big Shawn Michaels fan and you know yeah. emulating him and and then trying to become his own because that was really good. And that's I feel like they're kind of trying to do that here, you know, with Rhea talking about how people compare to Charlotte Flair and and mm-hmm. how she looks up to Charlotte. But with this, the promos and stuff that they've been doing outside that video package was fine, but outside of their actual in ring promos that Rhea has been doing is just the not thing that really play. drove that Jericho thing home though was like him literally copying, yeah, um, Shawn Michaels who was copying Ric Flair mm. and that famous PWI magazine cover and like all these different poses and right, they were doing to... the nip up and all <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, there's so much histrionics they were able to play with. With with Rhea, it's just that initial physical look of blonde girl, long hair. kind of looks similar to Charlotte, super strong and athletic. But other than that, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I just think she needs to be the damn Terminator, dude, because she looks like it and works like it in the ring. Her work does not match. Her, her promos do not match her work. Mm-hmm. I used to get, to get told that all the time when I first started. Yeah. I don't talk the way I physically look, nor how I physically wrestle. I never understood that. I'm like, I'm just being, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, but they used to want that fee FIFO from crap out of me. Mm-hmm. It just didn't fit me personally, but yeah. Well, tonight we opened with Becky coming out to the ring and really putting Shayna over talking about everything she did in UFC, talking about her dominant victory last night, running through good. the, entire uh roster of women that were in the elimination chamber match even oscar who took lynch her entire career to beat this is what babyface promo one-on-one is supposed to be this is literally what i was taught in ohio valley wrestling by jim Cornette. swear to god you build your if you're a babyface you build your opponent up so then when you beat them you beat somebody good and if you want to build them up in the promo give them a couple knocks here and there and i'm coming that kind of a thing great um she did it tonight 
that's exactly how you cut a babyface promo where it's not corning gosh golly OG crap. I thought she sold tickets tonight. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought Becky did well. Uh, kind of ripping, uh, she ripped Shayna for being. What'd you call her? Like a black hole of charisma. Yeah, good. Uh, She's saying what everyone else is thinking and saying, you know what I mean. So I didn't think I didn't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, doesn't that's, take I, away from the, her ability to beat Becky's ass, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's like ripping on her, but not taking her. Uh, but she's still taking her seriously as a threat. Yeah, so, she can still beat her tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I thought that was really good. I thought Becky, um, yeah, it, it's it's interesting if they're kind of doing this Rocky Three storyline where she's a little overly cocky because she does come out come across that way now a lot. And if this is Would something she hit, like she she hit that bitch line tonight, right? Yeah, about in this division, I I didn't have a problem with that. It fit mm-hmm. in the moment. If I saw that on a paper, I'd be like, oh, don't say that. Please don't say that. I just feel like they're going back to the well with that. Like, learn some new words, man. Like <laughs> they, they do use that a lot. I didn't like when What's-Her-Name used it. I don't know if you guys caught that. Um, Shanna. Shanna? Shanna. Yeah. I keep calling her Shanna. Shanna did it in an offline pay-per-view last night, uh, uh, promo last night. After they showed the it tonight. Oh, yeah. did they? Yeah. Okay. That promo. Um at the very end, she cut a very good promo for Shayna. I thought that was a pretty good, intense promo, and she looked very confident in herself. I just didn't like that she her exclamation mark was, again, the B-I-T-C-H word. It didn't look like she believed it when she said it. She believed every other word that she said in that promo except that last word, and she lost me at the very end. And this is kind of a weird thing to think about. Uh, we're all we're all married. We're all married to creative, intelligent, sharp women. Right. Uh, women are very freaking creative when they diss other women oh that they God. have an issue with. They're way more lethal than we are. And if they hate somebody yeah. and they go in on someone, it's way better than when we do. We just go, I'm going to kick your ass. Right. They turn when, when my down. wife goes in on someone, dude, <laughs> yeah. it's like a freaking essay. Of how she's gonna kick this girl's butt or whatever have you? Yeah, that's where. Just, I mean, and maybe now, granted, I don't know about your wives, but bitch might be the the television most television safe they can come up with right. for Shayna. But they could do some more creative stuff with this. I just I feel like this gets traded back and forth now in every women's feud and a lot of male feuds. I just think it's, and I'm not I'm not even taking offense at the word. I'm taking offense at the idea that it's like you've literally got like a limited vocabulary and you're not doing anything interesting it just gets kind of stale yeah. i tell my wife she missed her calling as a wrestler because her promos <laughs> when she goes in on someone i've heard her say the curb stomp line on people i'm like oh my god what are you doing yeah. <laughs> she goes in and yeah, it's that's... like you said it's a good word creative yeah that's yeah like, yeah my, i was saying earlier my wife turns into eminem like all of a sudden she's like freestyle <laughs> yes. and she's got all this you know all these clever rhymes it's like whoa geez yeah <laughs> Uh, real quick, let's get uh, a couple more of these super chats. Thomas Lee was bringing up Buddy <clears throat> Buddy Murphy's new ring attire, saying it was fire. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's a, definitely a big improvement and fun time with games. Thank you for the super chat. Saying Ricochet has been downgraded to main event. So sad. Yep, Ricochet yeah. was working on main event this week. I, Raj, I've been saying he has to have heat. That is the only thing I can draw from this. He has to have heat. Yeah, it's. <laughs> This isn't them just giving up on him. This is somebody he something happened. I, I know it. We're gonna find out about it too many too much too long from now later. I have a feeling that he is he. Yeah, it does seem like they're going out of their way to bury him as they, opposed to just, just not forgetting about him and not booking him. Right. Yeah. 
I do not get it. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Angel Garza with Zelina Vega. So even with Andrade back, Selena out there with Angel tonight. Um, decent length match these guys had here with Rey Mysterio winning via pinfall. What would you think of this, Matt? I didn't like Rey Mysterio winning. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. I feel like Angel's got just a ton of uh, – he's got a ton of momentum, and he's just been doing a great job. Am I missing something, though? Because I'm hearing other people, when they, when they, when they recap his stuff, they're kind of crapping on him a lot. And I'm like – you guys are missing the boat with this dude because this kid is—he looks like a jerk. Like I, he makes me believe that he thinks he's the, his. You know what? Don't stink. That's half the battle. Yeah. No. Just c- coming across naturally as a as a prick. It's, yes. It's hard to do because so many people try so hard at it, and he's just got that natural good smug look. Um, <laughs> Keith Robinson, dollar ninety nine super chat said Angel was not concerned about the corona you know, with the ki- yeah the kiss from ringside. I was kind of surprised. The girl looked like she didn't want to do it at first. <laughs> yeah, right. she kind of did a distance kiss, and then then Angel moved in. You, you know what? You guys probably caught this, Glenn. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, maybe network the um, uh, uh, ruthless. Uh, what is it called? Ruthless aggression. Uh, these these uh, different sh- episodes they've been playing. If you caught the one with Evolution, they did a really good deep dive into Randy Orton when mm. he first started. Oh. And you have Brian Gowert saying, like, Randy is just amazing at being a prick. He gives off yeah. that vibe that he is a prick. And he yeah. thinks, is, again, you know what? Don't stink. He just has that in him. He doesn't have to say anything. That's what this this kid gives me when I look at him. He thinks his you-know-what does not stink, and he really believes it. It's a, I'm telling you, that's a good quality to have in wrestling, man. It just is, and he's got it. Yeah, Orton, he was, uh, yeah, he was something else. They showed him like pushing a fan and just being a prick at the signings. <laughs> I, I can't believe they showed that because that's right. the stuff that we would all hear about and see, and just it was a different time back then, though. To be fair, and like, you know, you'd have a JBL or someone like that, be like, good, you know, protecting the business or you know stuff like that as a heel. Back then, you still, even when knew it was a work, you still as a heel try to protect the business as much as possible. I'm not saying with fist fights, but by right. being a prick um, on purpose. So, Matt, game with a $5 super chat wants to know Does Cornette have a bag of Wendy's when he was instructing you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, he was, he was really, though, very, very instrumental, though, and especially the promo aspect of. You know, trying to get your atten- like the old school talent of being able to sell spot shows if that's what we were doing, which is house shows, and making them localized, making them quick. You have thirty seconds to do it. Now you have a minute to do it. Now you have a minute and a half to do it. All right, now we're gonna practice. If you're on SmackDown, you're gonna have two minutes in ring. Go. All these different types of styles of promos that I would be ready for when the time came. Little do we know that they'd make me have a speech impediment and get stuck for thirty seconds out of the ninety seconds trying to get a word out. <laughs> <laughs> With a guy who graduated communications degree, damn near in public speaking, but hey, who knows? One of the great unsolved mysteries. Yeah, uh, I, I want that. I want a ruthless aggression promo, like the mismanage, Graf- the mishandling of Matt Morgan. Tech Graf, this is a great point. Tech Graf bringing up that Garza's heat starts with this smile, and he builds. Yes, up his yes, totally. totally. Yes, totally. <laughs> um, great comment. So backstage, Kevin Owens got beat up by AOP, Rollins, and Murphy. 
It always seemed like Owens is getting uh, you know, punked in these situations. Yes, and this is going to sound like stupid to me, maybe, but like I didn't like that he was wearing all black. It's probably a really nitpicky thing, but it just felt like three overweight guys were just like fighting each other, and I couldn't tell the difference in certain from certain angles. Who it it looked, it did like I couldn't, like he didn't look but, like a star. No, we've talked about this. There is something about. I mean, Matt, you wouldn't want to put. Too, you wouldn't want to put another guy that you had the same stature and build with. Too many of you in the same thing either. Like you get. No, I'll, rem- I'll give you. I'll give you an example right now. Crimson, one of my best yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. I remember he had trunks that looked just like mine. We physically kind of looked the same. I'm just taller, and um, and I'm like, all right. So I'm gonna put on my black ones then because he's wearing the exact same looking trunks that I thought I had. You know what I mean? So you want to stick out whenever you have an opportunity to. You don't want to match people. Especially in that backstage segment where it's dark to begin with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hold on. Come to the computer. I feel like this is uh, the storyline is not doing Kevin Owens any favors. Uh, oh. My wife is smudging our house right now so we don't get sick here. Uh, can't make this crap up. So I'm making her come smudge the computer for all of our fans and you guys at home. <laughs> Terry <laughs> Allen with the super chat asking if I'm a silent person. <laughs> What does that mean, Terry Allen? No, we want another super chat out of you. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Context. Yeah. Oh, 99 answer, Terry Allen. I did just fly back from Barbados, so if I seem a little more low energy than usual, that's part of it. There's a lot of flying. <clears throat> How was your trip? It was awesome. You had fun? Yeah, it was cool. Uh, it was the first wrestling event in Barbados in a long time. Uh, Who was the main event? It was Carlito and Chris oh. Masters. Oh. Uh, best friends, too. Yeah, they had Marty Skrull on the card, uh, PJ Black, uh, Flip Gordon. So they had a ton of talent. Hey, how old is PJ Black? I've seen a picture of him. And dude has like gray hair. I thought he was a kid. I think he's probably late 30s. But yeah, he, he does look older than he is. Yeah. So He's super athletic, man. He's really good. Yeah. It was, it was a fun show. Um, like- Matt, aside from your point about all the guys blending in, I felt like this was elevating originally AOP and the Murphy. I feel like this is now just bringing Seth Rollins down. Um, I still am holding hope out for Murphy. I still am. I'm hoping Vince wakes up on the other side of the bed one day and goes, Murphy, we need to do something with him by himself now. He's outgrown this. I know that sounds crazy coming out of my mouth. You know, everyone at home's going, yeah, right. That'll never happen. Fingers crossed. I can wish. Cause I yeah. do Murphy can be a star by himself. I really do. Yeah, it just feels like they're not really doing much with them. They're not giving them real promo time. They're not giving them. They're kind of. They're kind of doing the same thing every week, and we know they can go in the ring. Uh, yeah, just just change up the yeah, story a little bit, Glenn. Really quick, yeah. um, don't you think though, Glenn? Uh, Glenn, a little bit though, what they were doing with him earlier, him being Seth Rollins. Yeah that maybe they're doing this to give him people to play off of maybe uh they felt kind of something maybe but this isn't even like a 3mb situation let alone evolution i don't feel like each guy is a star or i feel like this is seth and his backing band like this is seth's entourage i definitely get that and i definitely do i think it's a step up from his security gimmick they were doing remember yeah, it's like when right. the mid the B team with him. This is what this is starting to remind me of with these guys. So I want to get that what's his name out of there, Murphy, because Murphy, yeah. dude, he, he man, his matches are awesome. 
Or give them each a personality. Give them each something to do. Don't just have it be Seth walking around with uh, his followers. Yeah. Like, Seth, I don't know. <clears throat> the Seth Messiah thing, I don't think, is clicking either. Oh, it's, it's so like... lame. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, come on. Doesn't WWE have any original ideas? I mean, you know, first Scarface, now the Bible. I mean, they're just appropriating. The Bible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Terry Allen did follow up with another super chat. Thank you. Uh, are you soft? Oh my god, Terry, I was just joking. You didn't have to pay that. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm being a smart ass. Um, are you now? You got to really answer this. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Huh? Did you guys say I'm soft spoken? Well, I mean, my experience yeah. with you in person in Vegas, you I think, uh, you, you were yeah. having a good time. You were you were boisterous, you were uh, living if it up Raj, a little bit. If Raj knows you, he's yeah, he's normal, yeah, fine. But I would say if Raj doesn't know you. Right, he's not going to be like sitting doing cartwheels with well out of his you know what either. Let me let me put Raj over for a second, Matt. We were hanging out in Vegas and we were catching up, and we had fans coming up. And Raj, there were a handful of fans that we hung out with at that bar. Like this wasn't like, oh hey, how's it going? Yeah, let me get away from you now. Like we spent considerable time and kept running into people and having conversations with them. I mean, I feel like uh, you were a lot more personable than a lot of people I've worked with before uh, in interacting with folks. I mean, yeah, I think, uh, no, he actually opened up and was very uh, hospitable and social. That doesn't mean he can't be soft-spoken. Well, sure, but I think that when you're there, I mean, Matt, now the position we're in, we do a wrestling podcast. You can't go to a wrestling event and be like, nobody talk to me, leave me alone. I'm just going to no, put my head down. That doesn't mean soft-spoken either. I just mean yeah. soft-spoken when... The one, no, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we digress. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyhow, um, after that beatdown, we did get the Rhea Ripley. Same video package we saw from Raymond James Stadium that we saw on NXT. And then Charlotte came to the ring, not in her usual gear, took the mic, uh, called Rhea the next big thing, the shiny new toy. Uh, you're not me. You'll never be me. There's only one me. Told her to enjoy the hype because it won't last. And uh, said she's challenging for the NXT Women's Championship because he wants to challenge for the title. It's one thing to stand in an empty stadium, like in the promo, but to be in front of 90,000 people and be humbled by the queen, that's something else. Rhea came out with a smile on her face, got the microphone, began to talk. Charlotte cut her off, says, uh, this isn't NXT, this is Raw. Uh, You're excused. And Rhea punched her and left. She smiled weirdly, incredibly weirdly. Charlotte smiled a little weird, too. You just got punched in the mouth. Don't smile about it. I know what they were going for. They're going for, oh, you got one over on me, kid, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Okay, we'll see what time it is a mania face you're supposed to be making if you're Charlotte. Rhea, who did the hitting, is definitely not supposed to be like, right. it, do you know what I mean? You should be like, there's a hell of a lot more of that came from. That ain't nothing. If that knocked you down, you're in for a whole world of trouble come mania, girl. Alonzo uh, Smith is talking about uh, this is my brutality. Rhea's music, the stomp she does, like if she's a babyface, that nope. music almost doesn't fit anymore with the character they built her as. I really see. I mm, I like her entrance. I think it's pretty cool. I think it is too. But okay, you if you just listen to that song and then look at her look, is she someone you see smiling, talking I about? I looked up to Charlotte. This is where it's just it's it's bringing her stock down and not making her seem like her own entity and her own person. Oh, with what, how they're booking her and what yeah. she's saying, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought her being in the ring that whole part made me less interested in their match. And and uh, every time they do an angle on Raw, I don't know. I I don't know if Rhea's just not ready yet. Um, 
Brian Almeida is pretty funny. <laughs> Brian Almeida's the Reese coming off like a cutesy Dennis the Menace character. <laughs> Timely reference, Brian. Uh, I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now, yeah, I was I, I was a mark for the uh, the Nick at Night cartoons. The Nickelodeon showed the '50s black and white ones, so I get the reference. Uh, yeah, but yes, it's coming is, across like, like a badass. No. It doesn't. It's, this match is not coming across as like two badass women and, and figuring out who's the best. Um, and and that's where they're losing me. Can, can I make a much more important correction? It was not a car, black and white cartoon on Nick at Night. It was yeah. an actual no, it was a live action. Yeah, yeah I remember. Okay, yeah. so here's the question, Matt. Mr. Wilson. Well, here's the question, Matt. First Mr. Wilson or second Mr. Wilson? Which was your favorite? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't remember there were two. Oh, two. no. Because the first actor died like three seasons in. Oh, then that has to be the second one. He's the one with the glasses. and No, the first one was the one with the glasses. The oh, second him. one with Gail Gordon, who went Definitely on to do first. all the work with Lucille Ball. The one with the glasses. Uh, yeah, first one. First one's better. Because Dennis looked weird when he got like, he had puberty. And it was like, this isn't a little kid anymore. This is no. not cute anymore yes yes dude nickelodeon used to be the crap eh? so good oh, show. Dude. family would come on um monsters double dare remember double dare oh i remember double dare they brought it back didn't that they? was the one with the slime right or you yeah. said, no that was know. you can't do that on television oh you can't do it okay yeah. well they had slime on double dare too yeah but the ori- original was on you can't do that on television and said with water water got poured on you Arf the cook yes <laughs> it was cutting edge comedy when we were children we, we had it good. I don't care what anybody says. We had it really good. Isn't it weird that it doesn't make you feel old that now you put on Nick at Night and they're showing Friends and stuff, and you're like, this isn't classic TV like it, it used now. to be? Oh, when uh-huh. Friends, yes. I thought you said Cheers for some reason. No, no, Cheers, Cheers sure. was great. Dude, Cheers is still holds up. I rewatched Definitely. all 270 of those a few years ago. Definitely. It's still a hell of a show. Anyhow, uh, Justin Lopez putting a shout out for the Walter Matthau, Mr. Wilson, yeah, from yeah. the live action film in the yes. mid-90s, which I still never saw. I still love his what do you call it picture, by the way, of Joker. Oh yeah. yes. I've watched that twice on the flight and that was you, <laughs> didn't, you didn't like it anymore? No, I, I loved it. The That's Joker, one of the right? few movies I've seen uh, more than once lately. It's really good. So good. So good. Scott Barclay saying Bianca should beat Bailey at Mania and then face Sasha. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. Please. Yeah. yeah. No, because no, Matt, you know what will happen then? Uh, Bianca will be cutting promos about how she's a fan of Sasha. <laughs> and to be the boss, you've got to beat the boss. And how happy she is to be there. And it's like yeah. a dream. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sakes. Uh, anyhow, Bobby Lashley versus Zack Ryder with Kurt Hawkins. Can we go back to talking about Nick at Night? I think that's more relevant. Eh, I mean, I, I like this for what it was. I mean, it's a squash yeah, match for Bobby. The crowd yeah. chanting, we want Lana. I don't know. Do they really? <laughs> or are they being smart asses? <laughs> I think they're being smart asses. Okay. But that's the problem. We have to give them credit, though. So then when Lana's out there and they're chanting Rusev Day, do they really want Rusev or are they just being smart? Hmm. <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, so uh, Bobby Lashley won that match. Oh, yeah. then uh, Squash we... Match had Aleister Black with a knock at his door. And it was Seth Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah, and Buddy Murphy, or pardon me, Murphy in tow, saying he wants Black on his side, and uh, Murphy tossed him a shirt. Black said, perhaps not. Tossed the shirt back to him. Rollins said, you're with me or against me? And, uh, yeah, they stared at each other. Said, if you want to fight, you came to the right place. Okay, so at first I thought this was way too random. Why this week? Why would he just show up and just pick this guy off the whole roster? I know he's hot, and I know he's good. He's, you know, 
cooking up, heating up as a future, you know, champion, maybe have you, you know, uh, main eventer, maybe, you know, but then it hit me. I was like, well, duh, he just totally, you know, technically pinned AJ Styles. This does make okay. sense. I would have liked to have seen them say something to that effect. Did I miss something of his explanation why he's recruiting them? No, no, just it, it was pretty random. The- it could have driven the point home more and make, even though Undertaker came in, did his thing on AJ Styles and left him laying. Yeah. It would have driven the point home a little bit more um, to give something here um, to Aleister Black for, for winning that match. You know what I mean? It, it could have hurt just to say, hey, beat AJ Styles. Not every day somebody beats AJ Styles. We want to recruit you as part of our team. You in or you out. Either against us or you're with us, kind of a thing, whatever. Takes two seconds. Yeah. Um, and it makes Aleister Black look even more important for that win. Um, I know it wasn't a prototypical great baby phase win, but it's still a win. Um, also, again, why is everyone wearing black in a black background? For His name's Aleister Black, man. I mean, come on. Now, Aleister Black looked cool for whatever my reason. I thought he looked cool in whatever he, what, what he was wearing. Yeah. But, again, these are things people need to be thinking about back there. Somebody needs to be telling them these things. Like, all right, dude, you're not sticking out. You kind of look the same here. You guys are all dressing the same. What the hell's going on here? Everyone steal somebody's luggage here or something, and everyone's shopping at the same black gear for a wrestling promo store. What are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did not even think about about that when I was watching it. But uh, ah, it makes sense. It's funny because like six months ago, Aleister Black versus Seth Rollins, that would have been almost like a not a dream match, but you know what I mean? That would have been a big deal. And here with the number that they've done on Rollins character, it, I don't know. It, it wasn't like, uh, I was that excited when they announced it. So Ernie's saying they were, they were all wearing black for Rick, Ricochet's funeral. So, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was well done. Yes. Um, did you say that? Or did you steal that from the chat room? No, that was, I gave credit. Yeah. Ernie in the chat said that. Oh, okay. And I know his first name when I see his handle that we can never pronounce. And that's Ernie. <laughs> yeah. I know these things. Jackson saying he's more hyped about the Rajback stick than WrestleMania 20. Huh? What's the Rajback stick? Don't don't ask questions, Raj, about what we talk about on this podcast when you're not here. But I don't uh, even know what the no, Raj- I don't even know what that is either. <laughs> the answer can only get us in trouble. Uh, anyhow, um, Drew McIntyre versus Eric Rowan. Good Lord. Eric Rowan came out with the cage tarantula, went for the iron claw, was blocked, drew to Kara Rowan, then went over the cage and like smashed it. What do you guys think of this? I, I mean, shades of uh, what was the earthquake with Jake the Snake and Damien, but uh, yeah, not it's, a baby face move though to kill somebody's pet. No, it's not. It's a spider and it's mechanical. <laughs> yes, I understand that, but the idea for the. You know, I mean, it was a one week thing. There was no, uh, there was no attachment, you know, <laughs> Rowan and the the spider that the crowd felt. And the crowd, it's one thing with Damien because the crowd was, you know, really loved the snake. They loved Jake. Face, yeah, yeah. Th- this was just they they felt it was stupid. It was dumb, and it, this seemed like just a way to write it off at TV. <laughs> okay, because uh, yeah. I'm sure that's it. I'm, I don't think we're gonna see it again. Actually, King Key of the Lost, good point. The cage smash should have happened instead of the reveal. I know there was some stuff with the, the cage before, but I yes, think I agree. they done that, we never found out. And I think it would have been more provocative. People would be talking about it in a good way and a bad way, uh, but it would be something. Yes, they should have never made a reveal. But then Drew would have looked like a prick, because if you don't yes, know what's yes, in there, it could be a puppy. Or, you know? 
<laughs> Dude, <laughs> I was I, say I, the same thing. You yeah. could get some heat on him for it a little no. bit, not much, because it's Eric Rowan. I'm a traditional pet kind of guy, you know. I but I don't want to shame people. I know some people have tarantulas as pets or reptiles right. as pets. Right. That's not my thing. But hey, you do you. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just it's a little bit of a weird move. It just sort of irked me because Drew is supposed to be the baby right. face against Lesnar. Yeah, I just think the spider is so hokey that. Oh, it's terrible. You know, that, I honestly feel like this. They were trying to figure a way to get rid of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? After this other reaction of the reveal and what a fart in church that was, and just the fact that they couldn't predict this fart in church coming from miles away is alarming. Yeah, it that is. They okayed this and said, "Yeah, we're going with it." Yeah. No one said, no, let's not go with it. <laughs> Nelson Medina saying, make Rowan look crazier. They could do that. And like he, but uh, WWE, they don't do the best job of following through with things like this. But I mean, they could always do that where Rowan just yeah. loses it because he lost his little baby spider. Yeah. WWE stock, by the way, at uh, low since 2018. I think it's all due to the spider reveal and Eric Rowan. Of course it is. <laughs> Well, the whole market would just market. No, has it's, it's, but it's the spider, dude. The market could be soaring, <laughs> and the Roman spider thing. Yeah. Oh, like Matt said, they should have they should have seen this coming and avoided it at all costs. Yeah. Now, um, WWE stock, yeah, it was uh, near a hundred dollars last year, and now it's it the doesn't market. Ain't gonna count. It's gonna go back up. Don't worry about it. Oh, I mean, it's a cycle, right? If you're in it for the long game, most things do recover. The, uh, yeah. Although, man, I wish I would have bought it when it was down at like what fifteen bucks. In 2015. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been sweet. Uh, Kabuki Warriors versus Natalia and Liv Morgan. So, uh, <laughs> there was a promo before this or after the match. I, re- I mean, the promo overshadowed everything that actually happened in the ring. Oh, um, yeah. Like the Kabuki Warriors were just going nuts. That was just, I mean, that was awesome. I don't have a clue what they were saying, but that was, that, I mean, goes to show. Or- that you could do so much you even if you don't understand English. the language. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. No, I they, think it was true uh, until I saw that, I'll be honest. Yeah. I, I was entertained. I thought it was. I was. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell they were saying. I could see it being really irritating, and that's the whole point. And uh, I thought they just did a great job at it. There's, do you think some. Oh, I'm sorry. There's, that, there's charisma, right? There's a ton. There's so much charisma, man. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought they would have had it in them to to try to be super irritating. They just don't, you know. They seem very, uh, you know, Kyrie saying she seems very girl next door kind of right. thing. Yep. And, uh, and for <laughs> they're just hitting it out of the park, in my opinion. Yep, they are. Do you think they have to tell Vince what they're saying, and someone actually checks it, or they could be out there and being like, you know, I've only got six months left on my contract. I can't wait to get out of this damn company. AEW's got an offer on the table, just waiting for me. I'm going to go back to Japan. I don't care what I'm going to do. It's better than this. Yeah, they definitely have somebody. Definitely, we're going to now. They yeah. definitely somebody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a shame. That would have been awesome. It would be fun. Um, yeah, it would be fun. <laughs> All the Easter eggs in their promos. Yeah. Uh, Anyhow, um, so let's talk about this match tonight and what happened. So uh, Ruby Riot made her way out to ringside. Sarah Logan came out. Um, I mean, the Kabuki Warriors won this via pinfall with actually Natalia uh, getting getting covered and taking the pin. Um, Which is good. Yeah. What, What did they do next? Now, someone said they could hear and, again, 
I don't. I didn't hear it. But did they say Alexa Bliss, Oscar? Did, did we hear? No, I'm sorry, I didn't know. No, I didn't hear it either. So I think they should go to SmackDown. I think uh, them against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross would be a good match for the SmackDown. Really? Or for the Raw? Ch- who who do you got them against for the tag team championships? Oh, I just I just hate those two as a tag team. I, I just think she's so much better by herself. Well, yeah. the rumored the, the rumored match was it was going to be the Kabuki Warriors at WrestleMania against uh, Beth Phoenix and Natalia. That'd be great. See, they could have built the two. Of, yeah, that could have worked. Yeah, I don't know if they dropped it because they haven't they haven't done anything in that direction. I think when they did the thing with Beth, yeah, maybe is when they go oh, crap. Okay, so we can't use Beth now. We got to have her sell this. I, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, Jerry Lawler, in a weird cognizant moment of maybe knowledge from ten years ago, called Asuka Oksana. who I'd even forgotten was a oh, WWE wrestler. Forgot about Oksana. <laughs> So yeah, props little, to him for remembering that. Little known fact, this was the first time they've wrestled as a tag team uh, since December on TV. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors, the tag really? team champions. Yeah. I could have sworn they had a real... Oh, yeah, singles matches, right? Yeah. With Becky after yeah. the pay-per-view one month? Yeah, they did. The Asuka did the singles match with Becky at the Rumble. Then they've done singles matches. and But, okay. yeah, not... Uh, this is their first actual tag match. That's almost four months. Before it's worth, I think I mean, they have great representation. Whatever they are given, like they are literally the definition of maximizing your minutes. Everything the Kabuki Warriors have I, that I've seen them in, mm-hmm. they always exceed my expectations. Mm-hmm. They really do. And everything, promos, contract signings even. She's, uh, when they did the um, contract signing for the Elimination Chamber, uh, you know, you couldn't take your eyes off Asuka. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I have to call this out to defend Lawler because he does say stupid shit. But everyone's saying like, oh, he said Kanichiwa and the Kabuki Warriors are Japanese. Kanichiwa's Japanese. Like yeah. I even verified it to make sure I'm not just misremembering that. Kanichiwa's a Japanese greeting. What are they saying? No, people are trying to pin this. I'm like, But I've seen multiple people in the chat on Twitter being like, oh, Lawler said people saying Kanichiwa's Chinese. It's yeah. I'm just defending Lawler that no, it is not incorrect okay. what he said tonight. Uh, but the Oksana thing that was funny. That made me. <laughs> uh, anyhow, let's talk about the AJ Styles promo against the Undertaker. Home frigging run. Home run. He pretty much said everything that um, that fan you know have been criticizing Takers you know that fans yeah. have been criticizing Taker about for years. AJ just pretty much used that all referred to him by his real name, which I can't remember the last time they did that on WWE TV. I know they did, you know, broken skull sessions and things like that, but this is uh, how you freshen it up. It, this works. Yeah. Calling him an old man saying Michelle McCool was uh, the reason why he kept wrestling. And he had some, just some great lines in this. He did. And his facials matched everything. Yeah. He's really, he's killing it. He's just killing it, man. And again, this kid was criticized for so many years that he could not cut a promo. And he called Undertaker Mark Galloway. <laughs> Galloway, right. He said he was a broken down old man. He called uh, him Galloway? Yeah. Not Galloway? Yeah. Oh, I, see, I, I thought I heard Galloway. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I kind of want Michelle to show up next week and have a promo face off with AJ. They're doing a lot of stuff with the wives now. More so important. 
Wait, hang on. Yeah. This is a funny question. Do you think AJ Styles does not know the real name of Undertaker? <laughs> Seriously, what do you guys think? Uh, I think you have to know it. No, because no. He has to. No, yeah. here's why. Luke Gallows. That's why. What do you mean? Okay. Yeah. His backup is Gallows and Anderson. No, I can see that. I can see that. That's a really good explanation, honestly. So I'm just saying. Yeah, but I think he uh, really killed that promo tonight. We have Wayne Montgomery, dollar ninety nine super chat. AJ Styles promo was lit tonight. Two fires. He basically and he said he was going to kill him. <laughs> he said, "I'm going to end you at WrestleMania. You're going to die in the ring or something." Like that. No, nails I'm in your coffin. The final nail in your coffin for good. <laughs> and everyone was saying this tonight. They acknowledged uh, J.C. Harrington saying, "Now they acknowledge Taker is a real person. Can they bring back Taker as American badass?" I hope so. I think they are. I think with was it Lincoln Park, Limp Biscuit coming back. Wait, Limp Biscuit's coming back? What? Didn't it say that on Twitter? Did I not read that on Twitter? No, I, t- I tweeted that because somebody was saying Limp Biscuit should come back. Uh, Taker. So I just said I Limp Biscuit or WrestleMania. I just missed it or something. So. Yeah, people know people were making those gifts for Justin. For yeah, because I said that forget Raj back <laughs> gift. I want to see Justin Lobar and Fred Durst together uh, at the same okay. time. God, Matt, you've just proven fake news exists. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought that was real. Oh, man. Um, that would have no. been the dead giveaway that, yeah, American Badass was could be back even though he came out to kid rock but yeah. still well the, the rolling entrance had made could. my favorite taker entrance same here by far but he still could come out to uh american badass music right yeah and yeah. he could have michelle mccool on the back of his bike when he does it like i can see that and this is could be his final swan song it'd be different it would be mixing it up but it I would just be. feel like if it, if it is his final swan song he should be the dead man though you know if it's his See, last match, therein lies the dilemma, right? Yeah. Mm. It's. I I almost don't want them to treat it like retirement because at this point, All right? How many matches did we think was his last match? And here's the thing: Do you guys remember Roadhouse? Mm-hmm. The Patrick Swayze movie. Patrick Swayze movie. Yeah. Do you yes, remember probably. his buddy? Who was his buddy that got stabbed? Uh, wait, Sam Elliott's character. Yeah. What was yes, his I, uh, I'll look it up. That guy. To play that guy who's a little bit older, he's got some, he's got gray hair, gray beard, but he's still got some muscle on him. Looks like he f, f shop up still in a fight. Like Wyatt Earp. Do you, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you uh, can't Wade play. Garrett. Wade Garrett was Sam Elliott's character. Wade Garrett. Love Wade Garrett in that movie. So to pull that off though, Raj, like Undertaker can't be Dead Man doing that, right? He's got to be the American Badass doing it- that. If he's still wrestling, yeah. But if he did, ever decides this is going to be my last match, I mean, he, that's one of the most iconic gimmicks, if not the most iconic gimmick. You know, he's given it to us. I mean, come on, yeah. selfish. He's given us it for years now, coming back. Back to WrestleMania 20, he brought it back. Yeah. No, I, I, I just think. And WrestleMania, what, 30 what? Six? Gosh, wow. Right? Yeah. He was only the American badass for like one or two WrestleManias, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm getting old, dude. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, good lord. Um, so this was a good promo. This was uh really building up. But yeah, the wife the wife the wife thing's a little weird. I mean, I get how he was trying to paint that. Um, I have a feeling that they're gonna bring her into this. I, I yeah, think that's why I felt like this was pushed not on AJ, but like told him, like, hey, you know, maybe we want to revolve the wife here, and this is what we're gonna do with this. I have a feeling Taker's coming out in his motorcycle with her on the back. I really do. 
You think it might be a make good for, remember they kind of pissed her off last week and take her as well um, because they oh. didn't include her in that, that gallery. And Mich- no. Michelle McCool tweeted about it. They finally added her and then Undertaker oh, no. tweeted out. Um, it's about time. Unbelievable. <laughs> he was like pissed about it. What gallery? They did like a, a photo gallery of the, the greatest women's champions in WWE. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they didn't have her in it. And so she was kind of, she tweeted about that. She was a little pissed about it. Dude, and she then, was uh, a stud FSU uh, athlete, dude. We got her in OVW, I remember, when she first got there. And she was just, I'm telling you right now, Charlotte Flair before Charlotte Flair. I'm being dead serious. And that's high praise. She was a stud athlete, man. Yeah, and then with Lake Cool, like, she, she had a the great gimmick. I mean, it was, she had they a memorable got, run. They got great heat. Such great heat. Yeah. And, yeah, she did steal the Styles Clash. Somebody just wrote in the yeah, super chat that he should, AJ should bring up that she stole the Styles Clash. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> be funny. Uh, this Randy Orton moment backstage, Charlie Caruso trying to approach him to get his thoughts. Randy staring off in the distance, slight grin on his face, not saying a thing. She says okay and heads off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good enough. This worked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now that Riddick Moss is 24-7 champion, we're having actual 24-7 championship matches, not just the dog piles and conga lines. Okay, but here's why I like this. His entrance, he got an entrance tonight. He looked like a star coming out with that championship title and a jacked-ass frame of muscle that he has. He looks like an athlete. Um, So from that perspective, I like the presentation tonight for him specifically. I just think being the 24-7 champion automatically kind of brings you down, you know, a few pegs. It does, it does, but it got him a spotlight tonight, and again, he looks the part. Hopefully he's able to catch up. Please (laughs) tell me he's not doing that. He's not doing that yet. Yes, Zachary uh, Showalter, uh, Michael Cole is not saying, it's Moss time every time Riddick Moss comes out to the ring. Not yet. Michael Cole Michael Cole Cole sure has a way of making things so incredibly uncool yeah yes um I just them having real matches with this title yeah what's the point of this title anymore like before it was like a a comedy you know hardcore title where it could change I think it's a good break from it yeah but I'm a fan of this guy I like him I want him to get over okay yeah but then Put him in the uh, U.S. title feud or Intercontinental title feud. You know, do something there. Um, Maybe he works up to that. Maybe this is a stepping stone title for it. You can't have the clown car every single freaking. No, I think they should just get rid of that title. <laughs> but that's why they introduced this title was to do stuff that would make better TV. I know, I know. But right now, this is a good shift, in my opinion, of a gear to spotlight a, an up and comer without any real pressure on him either and give, you know, not putting him in there with somebody that they can't afford to have lose to this kid. Yeah. And to your point, he, you know, Moss does, does look good. So hopefully, yeah, he uh, hopefully he gets something out of this. Hope so. So MVP was in the ring saying he's transitioning from in-ring competitor to absolute brainiac. And he's going to build his table around a man like edge that he could lead edge back to becoming champion again. <laughs> and anybody... He was really good here, but did anybody really believe this? No, I, I would like to see MVP form a stable, though. But that's why it was so funny. The the the, the, the deliriousness of, <laughs> uh, you know, MVP was great here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Edge of all people, after especially after what's happened the last month. <laughs> he's thinking that Edge is going to come out and <laughs> respond to his uh, <laughs> request. <laughs> yes. It's that's pretty funny. funny. 
Yeah, so Edge beat the crap out of him uh, after MVP asked Dude. Edge how his wife was. Edge's body language. It's like you're always telling you guys about with body language, right? You don't have to say yeah. anything, right? The real good ones have always un- understood how to exude that proper body language at the right times, right places. He didn't come out and just stand there like 90% of the wrestlers would do nowadays and just stand there. Maybe look a little pissed, but still face the hard camera perfectly and still go back and forth in that promo with MVP versus just completely staring a hole through that rampway and hoping Randy would come out eventually or something would happen and just so pissed off, right? He's still so angry with what happened. The perfect facial expressions and speared MVP into next week. It was really well done. Yeah, it, he reminded me of like Randy Savage back in the day with these eyes, like that that crazy, super crazy look. That like Savage. Joe did have crazy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Edge walked out. It was just like, oh my god, he just looks terrifying right now. Mm-hmm. He, uh, yeah, he he looked. He completely sold uh, the storyline. I thought it was. I thought it was great. Definitely. It was good. Uh, so definitely keeps. The build going oh, towards the match. But we, we need to tell him what he did. To, so Randy Orton came out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and he so Edge just killed MVP. Oh, yeah. uh, did the concerto on him twice. Randy Orton came out, got in the ring. They they fought for a minute, and then Edge hit him with an RKO. Went to get the chairs, and uh, Orton went off. I think I got that. I think that yeah. happened before he did the concertos to MVP. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was really well done. This whole segment, I thought, was awesome. Yeah, they're building it well, and then we had the last forty-five minutes of the show. Oh my gosh! Just say who won the match. <laughs> so, uh, Alistair Black versus Rollins with Murphy. This ended in a DQ, and then it became Seth Rollins, Murphy, and AOP versus the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders, which went on for ever with Rollins, Murphy and AOP winning via pinfall. And then Kevin Owens getting beaten up by everyone. When the Viking Raiders ran out, is it wrong that I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to get a snack, start getting ready for the podcast. No, why is that wrong? That's nothing wrong at all. That's saying, come on, what are you guys doing? This does not work. Wouldn't it have made sense? Because Alistair Black beat AJ by DQ, right? I mean, uh, Seth by DQ. Wouldn't it have made sense for him to be in this match? You would think. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. This whole thing was, you know, about 20 minutes left in the show. I'm like, oh, damn, this is actually the rest of the show. I thought maybe they might have Edge back out to, you know, challenge Orton at WrestleMania. That's what happened, I thought, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, man, this is what's finishing Raw. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. I don't know. We keep you guys keep you know. I hear you guys keep saying how you don't like you know Seth Stable and whatnot. They're not doing Stable any favors with who they've got them going. No, no, this was really. Um, this just felt really stale, even with the the Street Profits involvement. The like Street Profits and the Viking Raiders, like that's the like the worst people. That's like kryptonite. Street Profits are so cool, and the Viking Raiders are so not. What Seth Ron? So what's Seth's tag team again? That in his uh, his uh, four man group with the tag team AOP, called Authors of Pain. I would have had AOP become tag team champions. Yeah. Um, not Seth and Murphy, but AOP as tag champions and hold yeah. the damn belt all the way to Mania to drop them to Street Profits. Street Profits. Um, yeah. It would have given them a little bit more legitimacy. It would have given them in tag team matches by themselves. 
by just those two being spotlit, you know, which they desperately need to. Them just jumping people backstage is old. It's everybody jumps everybody backstage. There's nothing special or different about that. Yeah. They need that spotlight on them again in the ring because they're really good in the ring. They're very impressive in the ring. They look like beasts in the ring. Yep. Ass kickers in the ring. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. This was just recycling the same thing every week. You, you know, they've done a variation of Team Owens versus Team Rollins. Oh, for Raw. Yeah. Every, every week this year, except for like one or two, I think. So, somehow there is you're right you're exactly right yeah so yeah yeah i agree this didn't do him any favors and yeah i, I think the street building to a street profits aop match would be would have been really cool but yep. uh now it's just changing these teams up and doing the same thing every week i feel like kevin owens keeps getting his ass kicked in these um oh my god we didn't say that yes like what the hell happened to ko like ko's i don't know yeah he comes out to make the big save and then he still gets laid out um <laughs> Which, for predictability purposes, right? I guess that's okay, but not when they continue to kick his ass over and over. And he gets beat. He's always, you know, he's always getting pinned. It's it's not doing him any favors. No, it's not. And what's crazy is like he's done what you're supposed to do. Like, as far as grabbing that brass ring, I've seen him grab it a bunch of different times just with his. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. right. Like some of his promos, he he's cut is just really really good. Um. I don't know. I don't know what they feel he's missing, but he needs to be by himself. If they're going to have him for Seth, you know, just have him by himself. Hang on. What does it say? Tim Miller saying, don't forget they announced Jeff Hardy and Paige for SmackDown on Friday. Are they going to have something big for Mania? Don't forget they announced Jeff Hardy and Paige for SmackDown. Yeah, so they said Paige is going to be on SmackDown to confront Bailey, which I don't, I don't even get with that. Oh. Because Paige I, hasn't really been involved in the storyline with Bailey for forever, so it seems, seems kind of random, but we'll see what She's going to confront her. Matt, what do you think she confronts her about? No clue. No yeah. clue. Unless there's a surprise and she got medically cleared somehow, right? I have no idea. Uh, Ryan W. Uh, in the super chat saying he was at Raw Live and a quarter of the arena left halfway through the match, that main event. Good. I can't see them doing Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins a singles match at WrestleMania just because I feel like this feud is it just has no heat. They've cooled them down so much. I mean, when people are leaving during the main event, you know, that's that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jeff Hardy, he's... Uh, he had been cleared to return. Uh, he had been, you know, waiting for them to do something with him. He's been backstage at SmackDown the last couple of weeks. And so, yeah, he announced last week he was cleared to return to action. Uh, he was arrested last October. The next day he checked himself into inpatient rehab, which was the first time he's ever done it in his life. And huh. yeah, he says that was the best decision he's ever made. And so yeah, he's sober and coming back. Wow. We shall see. Uh, anything else to talk about? Uh, no, I believe that is that's about it. You guys covered all of Elimination Chamber. I haven't watched that pay per view yet. No, uh, <laughs> I had no desire to see it. Uh, what would you guys this show tonight's Raw? What would you guys give it as far as a grade goes? I thought they did a good job again. Selling tickets to for certain feuds here to for for their Mania matches. Becky, AJ. Um, there was another one that I thought did a good. Oh, Randy and Edge, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, um, uh, I usually give them like a seven out of ten, right? I usually give them a C or C plus, right? I'll give them a. 
a seven. No, I'll give him an 80. 80%. 8 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Steve Austin will be back next week. Okay. Well, you know what? How do you pronounce how do you pronounce your name, sir? Is it Joel Joalit? Joalit Barwani. Barwani. Uh two dollars Canadian. Ooh. Says stunner party next week with Owens in Austin. He's asking us that question. Oh yeah. That would be awesome. Okay, then that could be the payoff why Owens is lost again. But then the question is if that even if that did happen, we're still using an older talent that's super duper over. Right? Mm-hmm. When we want, we want Owens to get to that level. Maybe not Stone Cold level because that's like impossible. But you know what I mean. His own man, his own main yeah. event status by himself. He shouldn't need the rub at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone's asking how it was being at Dynamite last week. Um, I thought the show was good. There was no like uh, blow away matches. You know, you had the Dark Order and and the Librarian and uh, you know all those gimmicks. And they're they're at a smaller arena out here, but. Crowd was super into it. It was a it was a fun time. Cool. We'll be back this Wednesday to talk about Dynamite and NXT. I'm curious to see what it goes. I'm hyped about the build to this next takeover. I think uh, the way they ended it last time, Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole, it's gonna be a really hot feud. But it's from the Performance Center this week, which I oh, still right. think is gonna be freaking nuts. Mm, yeah. Me too. I mean, if you think Full Sail doesn't look like AEW, the Performance Center really doesn't look like AEW. Yeah, it seems like they don't have confidence like taking this on the road even for that one week. I don't know. There you have it. Anything else to cover, Rush? Uh, no, no. I think that's it. Cool, guys. Well, uh, until next time, we will catch you back here. He's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Rajgiri underscore 303. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. See you back here Wednesday on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.